Hey, Dominic Steele here with the Pastors Heart Ministry Tip. I mentioned a few weeks ago in our discussion with Mike Sheedy and Trinette Stanley about the daily Bible time I've been doing for our church during COVID. Um, and, and since March last year, I've been getting up at six o'clock each weekday morning, spending an hour in the Bible, producing a five minute, five or six hundred word talk, recording it at 6.50 a.m. and publishing it at 7 a.m. And a few people have emailed in questions about that. And uh, if you want to see what we've been doing, you can go to villagechurch.sydney slash daily Bible time. But the background is that in 2019, in the National Church Life Survey, our church was behind on the metric of personal Bible daily reading. And uh, there's a correlation between much growth in faith and personal daily Bible reading. And so I was really concerned when we went into lockdown in March 2020, because if we didn't have face-to-face church and we were behind on personal Bible daily reading, what might happen in terms of our growth in faith? And uh, I didn't want to put any extra pressure on our staff team, but I just thought, I'll start doing a five-minute daily Bible talk each morning, each weekday, 7 a.m. At first, I put it out on Facebook and our church Facebook channel, then on a YouTube channel now, now on YouTube and our church audio podcast feed. And in the National Church Life Survey that we did at the end of last year, we had in 12, 12 months a 20% jump in the church's daily personal Bible reading. And we're actually now significantly ahead of the average. But also it's been really good for my walk with Jesus. And I was just thinking about what does Paul say to Timothy? Watch your life and doctrine closely so they might see your progress. Anyway, here are the questions that you sent in. How, question one, how do you strategically select what passages, topics, etc., to do daily devotions on? And what, if any, do the connection to Sunday? Well, this has varied va- radically. Most of the time that I've been doing it, my main goal has just been not to make it too onerous for me. So for most of the 15 months I've been doing it, I've worked on things other than the Sunday preaching text. Um, I've realized that, um, Sometimes I've worked with the Sunday preaching text or a week or two in front, when, particularly when we've been doing the Old Testament. And I guess I figured that material in the Old Testament has been less familiar to me, to our congregation. And so it hasn't hurt to have an extra bite of the cherry on a weekday morning as well as Sunday. I've also been prepared if I was giving a particular talk on a day for a funeral or a kids leaders thing or something like that to take a break from whatever my series was and just present on that that day. And that's just given me a little chance on the daily update to say, oh, here's a thing going on in the life of our church. I'm going to be presenting on this later in the day. Let me just share that with you now. But I could imagine also doing something a little more topical as well. And so at some point, I'm expecting I might grab a commentary on the 39 articles and work through one of the 39 articles a day over 39 days. I think that'd be something that I'd enjoy doing. And, um, and it's kind of a thing that would benefit me and do it for the audience as well. So I guess I'm thinking I'm wanting to grow and inviting them to come with me on the journey. Having said that, I've just been asked by our team to produce a monthly reading plan in advance and to publish in advance and then to stick to it. And I think the thinking of our team was having Dominic had to do a a proof of concept over the last while, if we were just to get a bit more organised and systematic, then more people might get on board. And um, they're probably right. Question two, do you, Dominic, do all the devotions or do your staff team members, growth group leaders lead some of them? What's your thinking behind whether you or other staff are involved in this? Um, well, I've done them so far um, and we just haven't done them when I was on holidays. And I guess my thinking was that the rest of our team was working hard. I didn't want to um, put pressure on them and I was kind of doing it as a volunteer. Also, I did want to see culture change. 
uh, in our church. And so I thought there was value in me as the lead pastor doing it, being seen to do it, kind of follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. I wanted our membership to know that I, as their senior pastor, was really serious about me getting involved in daily Bible study and them coming with me and seeing change here. Question three, how do you make sure that reading the Bible doesn't just become a means to ministry for you? How do you make sure that you're sitting under God's word yourself each morning? Well, what I've really enjoyed doing is getting a non-technical commentary. I don't like the Christopher Ash one on Job or the John Woodhouse one on 2 Samuel. Working through that commentary and then summarizing my notes uh, into that five, six hundred word talk and then presenting that. Of course, just making sure I'm not doing plagiarism, making sure there's lots of clear attribution to the commentator that I'm drawing from, but I've been much more prepared in the daily Bible studies to be dependent on a commentator and to show my dependency on the commentator than I would be, for example, in a Sunday talk where I'd spend a lot more time having original thoughts and then checking with the commentary after I've done my own work. Question four, do you focus on teaching or raising questions for your people to ponder themselves or a bit of both? Um, probably I'd say a bit of both. I try to spend time thinking about application for me, for my hearers, but in reality, honestly, it's probably more teaching. Uh, I've been super encouraged when I have taught some things in the daily studies and members of our church have said things like, I've decided, actually, I've decided to be more proactive in my parenting, in my discipling of my kids as a result of his taught last week in the, um, in the daily Bible time. Question five. Uh, I have a concern, this minister who's asked this question, about creating too much of a dependency on me, wanting the people to depend on God and his word. How have you worked to help people forget the channel and see only Jesus? Um, what I've done, I guess, is I'm actually hoping that the audience would outgrow me. Because to be honest, five minutes with me is only a tiny diet of the word of God. Um, and so personally for me, I've loved uh, the season of my life when I had a, da- a daily 40 minute commute in the car and I could listen to a sermon every weekday. I'd listen to a sermon on the way to work, a sermon on the way back on that 40 minute commute. And I'd much prefer people to be spending 30, 40 minutes in the Bible each day than five minutes with me. But I'm, I guess I'm just thinking of this as a little encouragement for people to make the step from nothing to something. And then hopefully they'll outgrow me and end up going deeper. So when I've talked about daily Bible time with our church, I haven't wanted to communicate that you should be doing this as the be all and end all, but rather you should be reading the Bible and praying daily. And I've been disciplining myself to do this. And if you want to join us, then you'd be very welcome to come on that trip with us. Thank you so much for asking those questions for this Pastor's Heart Ministry tip. And if you'd like to follow along with us, it's Sydney slash daily Bible time. Cheers. God bless. Hey, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we would love it if you could hop over to the Apple Podcasts app and give us a rating and review. That helps us in the rankings and lets other people discover the pastor's heart. And again, if you are able to help us out by being a financial partner, go to our Patreon link, patreon.com slash the pastor's heart.